Hello, listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Charlie. And... Audrey. And this week we are covering Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Venom. 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 <laughs> so that was fun. the biggest tease at the end. Right. <laughs> I liked the new The new song. song. It, was, it was fun. It was, All right. I just, yeah. you know. That other, the Eminem song is better. I, I want to hear. Me. I want to hear Eminem rap a song and only hear the Venom part because mm-hmm. that's all I ever hear. Because he says uh-huh. other words, but they all sound like Venom. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't care about the other words. <laughs> so this week uh, we we went to the theater. We saw Venom Two: Let There Be Carnage. So we're gonna do a non-spoiler review ish part at the beginning, and then we'll transition to the spoiler part of it and Easter egg part of it. And we'll give you a pretty clean break for that. So let's uh, let's lead off with uh, thoughts, impressions, reviews. Let's uh, lead off with Audrey. <laughs> it was a perfect movie. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> it had everything I wanted. It was a monster romance. And um, I liked the fighting. I liked um, Tom Hardy. Wait, is that? Wait. Mm-hmm. Is it okay? I always want to. Mm. I always want to say Ed Hardy, and I know that's not it. Ed Hardy is a appalling. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. yeah, he's got the terrible shirts. Yeah, <laughs> yes, certainly does. Yes. Um. Yeah. This this movie made me go hog wild. I loved it. Yeah. There's a few times you tapped me on the arm in the theater, like oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're gonna do it. <laughs> uh, what would what would you rate it? Uh, five out of five for me. Perfect movie. Perfect movie. Damn. <laughs> it, right. it wasn't. I feel like it wasn't quite as good as the first Venom, but I I can't explain why the okay. um hmm because they had a hmm. no <laughs> I'm not spoiling it uh, <laughs> okay no, we'll, we'll get, get we'll that. get more Audrey's thoughts in the second part it's hard to talk about <laughs> how about you Charlie what were your thoughts on it uh, I thought it was a great movie I thought the writing was a step up from the last one uh, overall and I thought the interaction between uh eddie and venom was a lot more cultured and cultivated which is really nice to see yeah um i think you know not getting to spoilers i thought the plot could have been a little bit uh it it could have been a little bit better or a little bit they could have gone a different direction but um overall i liked it i would i would say like a four point uh four out of five for me okay Um, so fair fair um i liked it a lot as well uh it wasn't a good movie, but I had a lot of fun with the movie. Let's go with that. Yeah. So it it bumps it way up because I, I I had a blast with it, but like like as an actual movie, there's a, a few spots that it's kind of lacking, but I still had a hell of a time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. fight, the fight scenes were good. They did seem to turn Venom's personality up to like eleven on this one. Mm-hmm. He, he was angry. Uh, well, he was hungry. Even, even before, yeah, that's hangry. true. Yeah, yeah, he was hangry. Yeah, you're right. Um, and yeah, it it was interesting. I don't understand a lot of the reviews I saw prior to going to see it because there was a bunch of like reviews and things they said did not match up with the movie I saw. That's funny. Um, but there's been a big thing with this one as well. The like Rotten Tomato score. Like the critics review is like a thirty one percent, and the audience score the, is like oh, like an eighty five yeah. or something oh, yeah. like that. So, I always trust the audience score in that situation. Same. Always, same. every time. So it's very funny to me that like same as the other Venom, the critics like panned it hard, but the audience seemed to really like it. So it's it's very it's very funny with these. You yeah. know what vibes it gave me? 
What's that? It gave me X-Men vibes, like the movies, because it was so like dark and gritty in some areas and then wildly cartoonish in other areas. Yeah. yeah. And it was just kind of like, I don't know, the X-Men movies have that vibe. Yeah. Like they're trying to be realistic and then they have like, you know, the wigs. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Woody Harrelson was amazing yeah. uh, as yeah. well as uh, Naomi Harris. Yeah. Yeah. A plus on. Yeah. The acting overall was great. Yeah, I would probably give it a four out of five as well. Okay. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So, yeah. those are baseline baseline thoughts. Um, uh, PSA: If you're going, if you're listening to this prior to going to see it, um, as this is a spoiler free, but stay for the mid credit scene. Yes, I think mm-hmm. that's a uh, that's an important part to shout out right now is that you need to stay for that mid credits. Yes, uh, no no end of credits, but. Uh, definitely yeah. not too far into the credits so. yeah it's 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 after the first reel like yeah. of credits so mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, you don't have to stay super long but it's definitely a thing you need you to gotta. do you gotta do it <laughs> you gotta so i i'm excited yeah, yeah. okay well uh, let's go ahead and transition to the spoiler part of it so we can really dig into this and uh, yell about this a little bit more so we'll be back after this brief break Welcome back, listener. Thank you for sticking with us here. So we're gonna we're gonna dig into this uh, spoiler part and get the the recap, all of the Easter eggs that uh, we saw and that I later looked up if I didn't catch them. Uh, and we'll we'll yell about uh, how uh, Eddie and Venom want to fuck. So let's uh, let's, <laughs> let's get into this. <laughs> yeah. All right. I am doing the recap this week. So we begin in 1996. A young Cletus Cassidy watches helplessly as his love, Francis Barrison, is taken from St. Estes' home for unwanted children to the Ravencroft Institute. So, if you didn't know, both of these are heavy Spider-Man references. Uh, St. Estes is where Cletus actually grows up in the comics as well, uh, but oh. it's a, like a school for unwanted boys. So, they make it more inclusive and make it unwanted children. Sure. <laughs> and then Ravencroft is actually uh, in all of the Spider-Man comics as well. It's kind of like their Arkham Asylum. Oh, cool. Uh, it's very similar to that. And then uh, in the Amazing Spider-Man movies, that's where Electro was being held. Oh, okay. Makes so, sense. Yeah. Um, on the way, she uses her sonic screen powers to escape and attacks young police officer Patrick Mulligan, which they make sure to zoom in on, oh, which yeah. I appreciated, <laughs> yeah. just to make sure that They're you like, knew. Hey, look at his name tag. It's important <laughs> for later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, he shoots Barrison in the eye and suffers an injury to his ear due to her scream. Yeah. Um, unbeknownst to Mulligan, who believes he killed her, uh, Barrison is actually taken to that facility, um, which is, you know, it's similar to the Magneto plastic prison uh, designed to completely nullify her powers. Um, and yeah. they take extra precautions to make sure that nobody gets hurt by her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing that I found very interesting, uh, when Cletus and... Um, why am I forgetting? Eddie. No, no. no. Uh, Shriek. I, that's what she goes by. Francis. Francis. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I found interesting is they talk about her mutation, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Um, from all the spoilers I saw online, most of the people don't think that's them introducing like X-Men to it, but, but... I mean, it's a way to do it because now you have someone with a mutation that has powers. They so. literally said mutation yes. in the movie. So I I, slow, It's just like a slow play, I yeah. think. They're yeah. just... They're just Trying to lay pavement, lay the foundation. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, I just, I found that 
that wording specifically very interesting. They said level 10 or something like that, too, in terms of her power. Like yeah. They gave it a, a, you know, they actually quantified Yeah, it was like up on level. one of the screens or uh-huh. whatever, yeah. Which, I mean, it, uh, from what we know of the X-Men uh, Last I, Stand power levels. I think we can just dump that, and we're just going to move fresh <laughs> uh-huh. moving forward, uh-huh. if I had to guess. New yeah. rating system. Yeah. Just like we do every yeah. week. Well, in, in the comics, um, <laughs> she has additional powers as well, beyond oh, just okay. being able to scream. She can also fly and then manipulate people's emotions. So nice. I guess she could have been manipulating um, uh, Cletus as well, if they go with those powers possible i mean it depends if it's based on touch like in uh what movie what x-men movie is that is that that's origins yeah that's origins where it's emma frost's sister that can touch people and manipulate the emotions but she doesn't really touch cletus i mean not often and especially not when they're locked up yeah exactly so i don't know those are just uh, options that of her other powers in the comics sure uh i was still trying to piece together how the hell he finagled that That. wedding ring through the piping to get to her i that was a thought of how what wait how especially since it was like a hair ring or something like that like how do you how do you literally so it was literally a lock of hair braided around itself and like tied together and that's what they pass through the pipes in between they're connecting well they're you know their cells are side by side and saint estes and it was like they talk through the toilet it's a very big romance, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, but like, yeah, I don't understand how it went through because the the pipe is going downwards, which and he fed it up, so it means yeah. it goes up and over, which and connects the room. So it's got to be a fairly decent sized pipe, I, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't, I don't understand. But I thought that I, I thought the same thing. I was like, huh, <laughs> <laughs> how does this work? Uh, we're gonna skip to present day, where Mulligan, now a detective, contacts Eddie Brock to speak to Cassidy, a serial killer who refuses to talk to anyone other than Brock. Um, after the visit, Venom uh, is able to figure out where Cassidy has hidden the body of victims, which gives Brock a huge career boost. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I did notice his hearing aid, uh, Detective Mulligan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They do make a point of nice. seeing it uh, multiple times before mm-hmm. we get the reveal yeah. later on. Um, and we do also get some other kind of like random references throughout this. None of them terribly important, but no, they just kind of feed it to you. Yeah. Kind of spoon feed mm-hmm. it a little bit. Yeah. Well, I found it interesting. So like Eddie figures out where the bodies are, but also still ran Cletus's like clue. So like, so Cletus gives him the message to put in the paper, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, so that, that Cletus would give Eddie all of the information before he gets executed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Venom, they only meet the one time. Venom gets all that information and he's able to deduce where these bodies are, but Eddie still runs the thing that Cletus said, even after finding out where the bodies were. Yeah, I... So, I, I don't know. I just thought that was a little weird, but, I mean, whatever. It's... Yeah, he's still doing his due diligence. Maybe he thought yeah. there's more stuff to be had from Cletus afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the why of killing people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Cassidy is uh, sentenced to lethal injection, uh, and he invites Brock to attend his execution. However, Venom is provoked to attack Cassidy uh, while, you know, insulting Brock, and Cassidy bites Brock's hand, ingesting a small part of the symbiote, 
And Brock is then contacted by his ex-fiancee, Anne, who tells him that she is now engaged to Dan, much to Venom's displeasure. Yes. Um, so a, per- a bunch of people online were thinking that the uh, when Cassidy is writing the letter to Brock to mm-hmm. let him like invite him along, that the spider that he kills is a reference to Spider-Man. Uh, oh. I don't okay. know. Yeah, because a, spy- like a large spider that has a very similar um, look to the the spider that gets peter parker in the original um i mean it's not that's not crazy yeah that that happened so fast for me i had no idea what he squished on it so i'm I'm i was like that sure was a big fly yeah that was gross (laughs) so so, so i'm connecting two things a little bit here so that spider that's that he squishes a looks a lot like the one from the um original um i'm forgetting the director uh, that did the first three Spider, yeah the the raimi spider-man um and also the um, newspaper that they read throughout this entire thing, which I caught on to right away, is the Daily Bugle now. Uh-huh. Not the not the one that uh, Brock previously worked for. He's now doing the Daily Bugle, and that Daily Bugle has the same logo as the Raimi Spider-Man's Daily Bugle. Oh, interesting. So, so some people were speculating that Venom is in Raimi Spider-Man's universe. Hmm. So, and is that why everything's just a little bit worse? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Like. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I thought it it doesn't really make a lot of sense because Raimi's Spider Man had their own Venom, but or they're, or they're just cool shout outs. Yeah, it could. Mm. Yeah, it's very yeah. likely just cool shout outs. It doesn't make a lot of sense timeline wise for Venom to be in that universe, but it'd be fun. I mean, they are in different parts of the country, but mm-hmm. oh well. yeah, I mean, it's still a cool connection yeah. either way. I mean, if that's not something that they're doing to, you know, suit it up, you know, yeah. but just to say, hey, we recognize this. Yeah. This previous iteration, you know, just just having a good time with it. No, exactly, exactly. But I, I just thought it was an interesting tie together. Oh, so. big time. Uh, Cassie's execution fails when a red symbiote uh, emerges and blocks the injection. It introduces himself as Carnage and goes on a violent rampage, uh, freeing inmates and killing the guards. And Cassie and Carnage make a deal. Carnage will help Cassidy break out of. Uh, bears uh, break out Shriek from Ravencroft, and Cassie will help eliminate Venom. So then, immediately after that, Mulligan calls Brock and warns him. Um, and this is following uh, Eddie and Venom's breakup scene, <laughs> where Venom <laughs> leaves, completely leaves uh, Eddie for a yeah. different human uh, as he goes from human to human. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they can't maintain Venom without him killing them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so. In their breakup scene, it, like <laughs> breakup scene. <laughs> That's what it was. No, I know it's just hilarious. Yeah, yeah. that we had a so Venom good. and Eddie breakup scene. They like physically fight each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, not great for Ed. No, no. Or Eddie. <laughs> well, um, the, the, I I did find that funny that at one point, like Eddie was able to knock out a bunch mm-hmm. of Venom's teeth and stuff like that. Yeah. Like <laughs> he hits him pretty hard. Yeah. Hits him with his helmet. Yeah. Um and. <laughs> He throws his Venom throws uh, Eddie's TV out the window and destroys his Ducati. Yep, <laughs> the two thousand dollar TV. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> just like smashes everything in the apartment, flips everything mm-hmm. over. Oh, it's also very important to note that Eddie kept the chickens that Sunny and Share, yeah, Sunny and Share. Yeah. That Venom named Sunny and Share. Uh, and then he had to go, like, he set them free. He set <laughs> them free in, but like, a park? it seems like he found them really easily, so. I don't think they left that patch of grass for, no, like, two days. No, I don't days. think they did. It's just, Ch- it's not are true like at all. That. Yeah, chickens just will wander. No, no they will wander. Oh, yeah. just kidding. I mean, I can, somebody, yeah. They're dumb, though. They are. They are super dumb. dumb. 
Yeah. Charlie but they would chickens. not. Yeah, I do have chickens <laughs> and they would not stay there. They are. They like to wander, roam and figure They're out what's going on. Free spirits. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this is um the beginning of Eddie finding himself without Venom and trying to like, you know, rely on his own skills and Venom just coming out being in the world Mm -hmm. he's you know he's trying to yeah he's trying to do what he wants on his own yeah no and i did find it interesting Mm -hmm. (laughs) like eddie seemed to get more competent once venom was gone he's codependent that's why yeah well there's also that and he had to like he had to hit rock bottom be left alone finally well not even not that's not really necessarily what i'm referring to is like we see it, especially in the beginning of the movie, there's several times where Eddie is trying to do interactions and Venom won't shut the hell up. Oh, God, And it's, yeah. it's actually actively messing yeah. with Eddie. So, like, that's what I'm saying is once Venom's gone, Eddie becomes more competent again. Like, he can do his investigations. He can mm-hmm. socially interact mm-hmm. with people again because he's not always having that voice in the back of his head telling mm-hmm. him stuff. So, yeah. I, I just found that uh, interesting. But I, I thought it would have been cool in a couple scenes where Venom is talking to Eddie if we just didn't hear that and we just saw Eddie, oh <laughs> like, you know, making faces. <laughs> Being and, absolutely fucking nuts. Yeah, mumbling. Yeah. I think that would have been hilarious to see because otherwise mm-hmm. you kind of have to use your imagination to an extent to to put yourself in the other person's shoes and just... Like, this guy's fucking nuts. Yeah, he's yeah. crazy. Like, you'd probably think he's schizophrenic if I yeah. had to guess. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, especially when, like, Eddie is going to the prison to see Cassidy off for his execution. Yes. Like. He's actively mumbling in front of a bunch of guards and mm-hmm. like yells at one of the guards at, like something. But you he's suck. Actually, you, yeah, he yells, "You suck!" And he's like, "I do not have an explanation for that. I think I'm having a panic attack." Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, they're doing a lot of fun. Well, like it's not fun, but they're uh, they're d- doing a lot of like this is a metaphor for a toxic, uh, abusive relationship. Uh, but it gets better, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Cassidy free shriek, uh, and they travel to their old children's home to burn it down yeah, to start their wedding process. Very romantic. I love yes. it. Yes. Uh, a mo- man with a plan. Yes, he <laughs> is. And we start to see the beginnings of the 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 fracture with uh, with Cassidy and Carnage uh, yeah. in terms of shriek yelling and mm-hmm. the sound and, well, namely the sound in the scene being a tense factor for them yeah yeah when they were uh escaping um ravencroft it was she screeched screeches at the helicopter and it like mm-hmm. fucks carnage up pretty bad and mm-hmm. uh, like <laughs> carnage is essentially like if she does it again i'm gonna cut her face off like yeah you shut yeah. her up yeah. yeah well and then you could also tell that carnage really doesn't have any care about does not uh, give francis at all shits. No. because like when the helicopter is shooting at them like he's just taking it francis is I thought she was going to get hit and that was going to introduce like a larger plot point or a larger point of contention, but Mm -hmm. they didn't go that direction, which is fine. I'm just saying when she was getting shot at, I thought for sure we were going to see it like hit her in the arm or some Mm -hmm. non-lethal injury. Yeah, Yeah. no, my my brain went there too. I was like, Mm -hmm. uh, she's not good. Like, is she going to (laughs) die? Yeah, yeah, she was very exposed in the convertible. So Yeah, and I I think um, Cletus was the one that noticed that and took, you know, Put the car. I was in like, front. "Hey, we're gonna." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Block it. But even the even the car wasn't a lot of protection. Yeah, you know? no, for sure. No, uh, Mulligan suspicious of Brock due to his interactions with Cassie before Carnage uh, emerged. Takes Brock to the police station. 
Brock refuses to answer his questions and contacts and to be his lawyer. Uh, then Eddie does reveal that Venom has left him uh, and that they need the symbiote to fight Carnage. Uh, and that's when you find Venom hopping from body to body. Uh, they go to a, a party scene, like, like, a, a like a rave. Party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw this and I don't know if other people did, uh, but I could have swore during that party that they had a, a mask that kind of looked like Bane yeah. because, I mean, I think we all know that, you know, Tom Hardy played Bane in the, uh, I can, no, I'm forgetting the Dark name. Dark Knight Rises? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Blanked yeah. on that name. But we all know he plays them. And I mean, to be honest, like some of the Venom scenes, they sounded a lot like Bane. Yeah. So I thought it was an intentional shout out. I don't know if somebody else did. If I mean, reach out and you yeah. know, confirm or deny or call me an idiot. But yeah, I looked into it later <laughs> and like no one else mentioned it. So I don't know, but it very well could be like it, that is a very quick scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, I just know Tom Hardy is super involved in the writing process with this one. So yeah. I could see him sticking that. Yeah. Little Easter eggs for yeah. his previous roles and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like a Mad Max shout out would be cool. Yeah. I don't know. It it reminded me of in Infinity War where they shot where they did a shout out to um Tobias from Arrested Development as the Blue Man yeah. in the collectors area. Yep. And it was a very quick thing that you'd look for because of the connection with Anthony and Joe Russo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Yeah, the uh, comic book movies love to do that shit yeah. like all the time. Mm-hmm. So it'd be great. But Anne bonds with Venom, and uh, they come back to the police station. That, oh, we I glossed over that part. Uh, I'm so, 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 so wow, sorry. so shiny, I, so glossy. Um, I did it on purpose <laughs> so that you could talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all set up. Um, Anne and Dan have to go find Venom. They go to Mrs. Chen? Chen, or something like that, yeah. I, I think it's C-H-E-N. Yeah, I so, think so. So it's Chen? Yes. Yeah. So they go to Mrs. Chen at the convenience slash grocery store, <laughs> and they're like, hey, where's Venom? And they're like, I don't know. And it's like, wait a minute, Mrs. Chen, is Venom in you? And Venom comes out. He's like, suck it. I, Eddie can die, and I hate him. <laughs> and uh, she just flirts with him, and get that's enough to get him to do what they want. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, fantastic. That whole scene it's was so, so good. I, I do love that Dan's like, I'm right here in it. <laughs> Venom's like, shut up, Dan. No one likes you. Like, <laughs> so good. He he also is. Uh, I can't remember his character's name in Veep, but he gets he gets shit on in that too a lot. Oh, so it yeah. it was like similar vibes to to Veep. I've never seen Veep. Veep is so good. Yeah, it is a great show. It's fantastic. Interesting. Interesting. But he plays this aide that yeah. constantly gets shit on, and okay. I was like, "Okay, so we have a similar character here. <laughs> yep, yep. Very he, ha- he has a type. He yeah, a type. <laughs> it was awesome. You just want to tell this man to shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so so Anne bonds with Venom, and then they actually come back to. Uh, he comes back to Eddie after a an apology scene, which oh, was so very good. funny. So good. I loved hearing um, Venom in Anne's head. Like, I'm sorry, not the right tone. <laughs> like, it made me laugh so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, his Detroit Lions jacket. I don't know why I just thought of this right now, but I was replaying the scene in my head, and I just remember the the Detroit Lions jacket he wore the whole time, and I thought it was an incredible jacket. So great shout out. So actually, that is a reference. That jacket is actually a reference to um, Eddie Murphy. 
So the uh, Eddie Brock's entire outfit is a reference to Eddie Murphy's uh, one of his detective movies. I forget which one it is. Off the oh, that's a my... deep dive. Yeah, uh, but it, it's the exact <laughs> same coat, but the color scheme is like inversed or something like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, oh, so that was a cool lion's coat. Yeah, it it was. Uh, after this, Cassidy takes Mulligan hostage. And Shriek captures Anne after failing to find Brock. Uh, Barrison gives Lewis information on Anne's whereabouts, and he gives it to Brock. So we kind of get a little bit of a telephone game so that Brock can get, Eddie can get to where he needs to go. So Shriek is incredibly competent, despite not living in society for yeah her whole life yeah like her driving the car away from uh, yeah. saint estes i was just like she, how how ch- chances are she never drove a car in her she's, entire she's life she's never left that room yeah like <laughs> well, we, i guess we don't know her origins before saint estes but like the cartoon she, that we she see was clearly like 14 or 16 yeah. in there so yeah. like before like I don't know what twelve year old or yeah. I, I don't know. It was just like she has a lot of skills, especially like hunting someone down. Yeah, yeah. Or in a city she doesn't know. Yeah, no. Because like we even see with Cletus, like he's like he's been in the outside world for at least a little while when he left Saint Estes and he killed mm-hmm. all those people before getting caught. He like even he's like, do they have any of those internets? And like, oh, and then that. Carnage plugs into the internet. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll breeze by why that doesn't make any sense. But that was funny. <laughs> I <laughs> Meh. It's, it's symbiote hacking. Yeah. yeah, but no, I I would agree. Shriek is uh, incredibly competent mm-hmm. for her backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, couple things. Uh, so there was a Stan Lee photo on uh, um, Chen's uh, counter. Aww. in that scene oh, interesting yeah like on a comic book like real counter oh. there was a picture of stan lee and then i also, 100% missed that i didn't 100% hear it but when um venom like goes into chen's store th- the thing he says is responsibilities for the mediocre <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible yeah so i thought that was kind of funny that they're taking a dig at you know spider-man again yeah. I love so it. The, the, there's a couple like random digs at Spider-Man, and that's why like a lot of people were connecting those dots together. So, oh, it make I mean, it makes sure. perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, Cassidy and Shriek plan to get married at a cathedral where Venom appears and fights Carnage. Uh, where and then in this scene as well, we I mean a lot of moving parts in this scene. A lot of moving parts. Um, <laughs> you know, Shriek seemingly kills Mulligan with her sonic powers. Um. And Venom is holding his own uh, in this fight for a while. They kind of do some cool effects with the the church bell and the sound of them, you know, losing their symbiote powers Mm -hmm. due to the sound and then fighting as humans. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, Shriek's black wedding dress was fantastic. So before all the fighting starts, like, they have their own little, like, ceremony. And, of course, as the... As the priest says, like, if anyone has any objections, speak th- speak now. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then Venom comes in. And mm-hmm. I-, I liked the interaction, first of all. Or, mm-hmm. like, first uh, first off in that scene. Because uh, Carnage comes out and he's like, oh, shit, it's a red one. We gotta go. We're actually leaving now. <laughs> yeah, like, so, Venom goes inside. He's like, uh, no, it, we need to bounce. Like, yeah. yeah. And then Eddie's like, I'm feeling very vulnerable. Please come out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's pretty funny. So, like... Um, like sim so the 
the origin story of Cletus in the movie is actually pretty accurate to the comics. The only difference is, is instead of Cletus biting Brock to get the symbiote, mm-hmm. um, Cletus and Brock are actually cellmates uh, oh. in the comic books. And when Venom comes to break Eddie out, he leaves like a, a little bit of himself behind and Cletus absorbs it and then becomes Carnage. Um, chomp, chomp. Yeah, so like partial symbiotes for... I, I'm not huge on the symbiotes. I don't know all the details, but partial symbiotes uh, seem to have greater power levels than the symbiotes in which they spawn from, which I find very weird. weird but odd. I thought the difference was because um, when Carnage first emerged, he got to eat a bunch of brains. And so Venom, Venom would, had been starving himself. So Venom would be significantly stronger if he had been eating brains, but in general... Like symbiotes that spawn from other like partial symbiotes tend to be stronger. That's why he's like, oh, it's a red one. Oh, yeah. It's because he's like, okay. oh, like this one is significant power levels higher than mm. I am. You know what? It's like when you merge all those dragons and yeah. then you get a really big dragon. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, checks out. <laughs> and I know that in the comic, Shriek is also a symbiote. Mm-hmm. Oh. So wow, I don't know. Mm. And then. Uh, there's a there's a, another reference to another symbiote at the end of this movie, which I'll reference once we get there. Yep. Okay. Uh, so we have this large fight scene, um, and you know, kind of a typical moment where Venom is overpowered. We get the hero trying to save Anne uh, as he's getting destroyed. Uh, kind of these, you know, they're kind of tropes, I guess yeah, you could say. Yeah, a bunch of, of like, tropes yeah. all rolled into one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of this down moment um, before he kind of figures it out. And uh, uh, so Venom, you know, and he provokes Shriek. So that was his whole point. He saves Anne. They, you know, he provokes Shriek to use her powers again. And her co- and her sonic blast causes both symbiotes to separate from their hosts as the cathedral collapses. And the falling bell kills uh, Shriek. Yeah. I but didn't think she was dead. We I... don't see her body. That's true. true. Yeah, she, she might just be trapped inside the bell. Yeah, she might <laughs> but be. But she did fall a very long she way. She did fall a very long way. I don't know. Uh, she did have her eyes open on the ground. Yes. Um, I, I did. I, I think that's setting her up to come back. Yeah. Okay. P- potentially. Uh, so, and actually, that's another reference that I'll get to in a minute here, is I, I did find it interesting. So when uh, Carnage and, um, uh, why am I blanking on it? Venom? No. Uh, Cletus? Cletus separate. They fall apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Venom and Eddie were also doing the same thing, but like they do like a ramp thing through Dan and then Anne and yeah. then back into Eddie. <laughs> that <laughs> <Yeah>. was badass. <laughs> that, was, yeah. uh, that was pretty funny where it's like absorbed through each of them and went through. Mm-hmm. So I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty cool because then uh, Venom could get the upper hand because Carnage doesn't have a host to. Well, and he had mm-hmm. to save Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 So yeah, no, that that was a cool little interaction. Um, I did. I don't know about you all, but when he was climbing up the cathedral with the metal pipe, that is not what I expected him to do with that metal pipe. No. So what I expected with that metal pipe was I thought he was going to go inside Eddie, and then Eddie was going to hit the bell with the metal pipe. Oh. They were, they were up on the top of the bell tower, so I was like, oh yeah, Eddie's just going to hit the like. So then it will separate Carnage from you know Cletus. That's so funny. And then My... and then they can have the upper hand, mm-hmm. and it's like, nah, they're just gonna uh-uh. they're gonna yeet uh, Shriek into the bell. That's so funny because I my brain didn't even go there. Like I was just like, 
big metal stabby thing. Stab, well, stab. they had a point on it too. I yeah. Mean, it wasn't just like the a blunt force. It was, I mean, they very specifically put it in the shape yeah. of a spear or yeah. something. Yeah. No, my brain didn't go there. I don't know. That would have been smarter. It would have been smarter. <laughs> it was just like based on their location and everything. That's what mm-hmm. I assumed was about to happen. And then instead they just stabbed Carnage through the top of the head. That's so funny. Which it was a pretty visceral stab. So. But yeah. I also did not expect Venom to just like straight up just murder <laughs> Shriek. You know, no. I I was I was a little surprised. I was like, wait, did Venom hit Shriek or did Carnage hit Shriek? No, nope, that was certainly <laughs> that was Venom. Yeah, because cool. he's trying to get yeah he's trying to get uh, Carnage to or not uh, not Carnage uh, Cassidy to react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so Venom just kind of like backhands her into yeah. like the hole where she like smashes yeah. into the bell yeah. and the bell breaks free, so she screams like. As yeah. she's falling, she screams, let loose into the bell, which reverberates the bell that, like, amplifies everything and separates mm-hmm. both symbiotes. Mm-hmm. And then the bell crushes her, or it lands on top of her. I yeah. can't say crushes her because it was bell side down yeah. and she was inside of it. it but. Here's the thing. In superhero movies, when somebody has something fall on top of them, that's just a time capsule for them to come back later. It's true. not yeah. It's not a, a burial. That's yeah. true. But this does bring into one of my criticisms of the movie. Mm. And there's not many, but they should have rated it R. They should have done some visceral, (laughs) gross, super gory, violent, Deadpool-esque craziness. And, you know, like, I'm thinking of the Belle scene in particular. uh, If that would have landed on her and, like, crushed her in some way or something. like You know, I think that, I don't know. I just felt like it should have got an R rating uh, Mm -hmm. or that they should have wrote it and you know produced it and whatever they should have cranked it up just a little bit big time Mm -hmm. i see that i think venom deserved that Mm -hmm. but that's just my opinion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no i I agree i agree with that yeah um so a couple little things i wanted to touch on because we're we're pretty much at the end here um Mm -hmm. uh so i think shriek uh in, in the comics there's a symbiote called scream Mm. Oh. Uh, it very very cool looking symbiote too. I'll I'll uh, I'll post a picture of it. But this is uh what Scream looks like. Oh hell yeah! Oh wow, that's yeah, wicked. It's uh like a yellow and red. Um, got crazy hair that can like whip people and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh yeah, she looked crazy. Uh, yeah, she looked crazy. And then um we also see the detective's eyes glow and oh, say yeah. monsters everywhere at the very end. So in the comic books, I was gonna say what the fuck was that? Yeah, I had no idea <laughs> because no. So in the comic books. Uh, he binds with another symbiote uh, named Toxin. So, and Toxin is also kind of an anti-hero, kind of like Venom. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously not as, you know, popular, but uh, also an anti-hero that, you know, has had some bad moments where they've, you know, killed people as well. Uh, A very different power set from Venom and stuff like that as well. And Toxin is kind of red as well, if I remember correctly, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it, so that's why, because like I was like trying to think of his eyes start glowing, which makes me think that you know something's happening, because that's kind of what happens to Cassidy's. His eyes kind of flare a little bit as well. Um, well, I thought it was more. I thought it more looked like Shriek's one eye that got shot. Mm, Ooh, yeah, I thought I got, it looked like that too, because it was the same, almost the same color. Yeah, and that's why I was yeah. trying to puzzle that out because it was. I, I didn't quite get it because yeah, he shot her. I mean, he shot her in the eye, but why would that make it? 
I yeah, don't know. I but... have no clue why would it make it, you know, glow blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure either. But uh, so that's why, like, if he got a, to- like, a symbiote in some way, mm-hmm. then, uh, like, maybe when, like, uh, when she does her scream, it launches some symbiotes around and, uh, like, they fracture a little bit and he absorbs it or something. I don't know. because mm-hmm. It didn't take much to get Cletus to have carnage. No, it was just a I touch mean, of blood. Yeah. So, like... If that happens to um, the detective, I could see it happening to Shriek as well. So maybe we'll have a ton of them. But uh, I'll yeah. post this as well. But this is what Toxin looks like. Nice. So, All right. I mean, he's got like blue arms, red. Like uh, he, he, some of his later iterations uh, look very cool. Like, like. Oh, okay. He's got he's got a cool design. I, yeah. I like Toxin. Spider Man esque. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. nearly as uh, popular as Venom has ever been, but. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. So Venom eats the symbiote yep. uh, carnage before it can get to Cletus. Uh, and then Cassidy, in what I thought was a great scene, tries to plea to Eddie and say that he wants to be his friend. And then Venom just... Fuck this guy. He says, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're keeping the PG-13 only one F-bomb. Venom yeah. just yeah. says, fuck this guy and bites his head off. Yeah. I mean, for a, a, a one use, it was a, it was a good one banger of that yeah. word. Yeah, it was a mm-hmm. good one. Mm-hmm. One of the better uses I've seen of fuck in a PG-13 movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I found Cletus's whole arc just, like, kind of sad and pathetic. Yeah. Like, all serial killers. Yeah. You know, ultimately, it's you know, sad, pathetic psychosis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, he was like, you'd never listen to me, Eddie. Um, uh, it's like, why did, why did you keep asking him back then? Yeah. I don't Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cle- through the entire thing, like Cletus talks about like wanting to be his friend and like yeah. all of this stuff. We're it, the it's... same. You feel like home. And then yeah. it's like, well, you never listened to me. Yeah. Like, I pick a lane. Come yeah. on. Yeah. It is, it is kind of a strange relationship, especially since like in the first movie, it, there's not like a huge bond there. No. So I don't oh, know. Oh, you know what? He developed a parasocial relationship with Eddie. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. I could a hundred percent see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, like Cletus throughout the entire thing is pretty pathetic. And he does hit on something that has come up recently um, that like, like, oh, true crime people love serial killers. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, it's been an issue. Uh, it's always been an issue, but it's, uh, it's a very uncomfortable fascination. Yeah, like the, some people will take it to an extreme because he, he talks about his fans and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. Well, he's using that as a cover. Oh, to, yeah. For sure. Like, you know, he says to publish my message, you know, let all my fans know. But the, the, that's the thing is like there are but there, fans yeah. of people like him in the real world and even people that like say that they don't like it they also like you'll, you'll hear true crime podcasts and like people on the internet talk very glowingly while mm-hmm. talking about like horrible things they've said like they talk about how horrible it is but you can hear the excitement in their voice and mm-hmm. it's kind of a weird fucked up thing that's been i've been seeing a lot more recently so mm-hmm. yeah. i don't know it's just something i wanted to throw out there because i thought that was a very poignant to some stuff i've been seeing recently mm-hmm. so. yeah that's interesting yeah this movie is all about uncomfortable relationship dynamics yes. <laughs> that's like yep. the whole thing yeah yeah like <laughs> everybody's the, got one the, the ex that's married getting the, engaged the ex that... who's still trying to be friends or like you know have a an okay relationship 
And then, like, her new guy is a good guy, so you don't really have a lot of reasons mm-hmm. to be mad at him, but you don't like him. You have, you have the toxic relationship of the person that yeah. you're, like, bonded with. Like, you love each other, but it is toxic, so then you separate and you miss each other. <laughs> you got parasocial <laughs> relationships with Cletus and Eddie, mm-hmm. and then all of the people with Cletus. And, and yeah, and then, with Cletus, it's trauma bonding. He trauma yeah. bonded with Francis, and they, they're just obsessed with each other. Considering they haven't seen each other in... 20 years yeah more than that but it's love yeah mm-hmm. it's been 25 years since <laughs> each see each other but they're madly in love even though they haven't spoken they make out hard yeah like <laughs> i was like whoa yeah they, they go at it like yeah <laughs> like yeah, impressive yeah so if i hadn't gotten any for 20 years i'd be i guess but like would you i'd be ready would you be like yeah i know that one girl from when i was 13 that's who i've no. i re- see yeah it's weird. It it is weird. Yeah, yeah. The the one girl I haven't seen in twenty five years that uh, oh, I gave a lock of my hair. <laughs> yeah, through a pipe. That yeah, I still can't explain. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they knew the pipes were connected. No, I know. I, I know. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. Around. It's fine. But. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, we just get the ending little scene with uh, a tropical Ven- vacation. They well, I was go gonna say, I- on a honeymoon. Yeah. Well, because Venom mentioned something about wanting to have the sand between his toes and the, the wind in his hair. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought for sure they showed his, his you know, Venom's feet in the sand. I thought there's no way they're not playing Zach Brown band. Uh I got my ass oh, water feet in the sand, not a worry in the I thought yeah. I don't know that song very well, really? but yeah. Uh, I, oh, I'm familiar with it. I've made a point to not listen to it. Oh. <laughs> but anyways, that's the song I would have put, you know, in that split second, <laughs> I would have put a hundred dollars down of Yep, they're mm-hmm. gonna play we're gonna mm-hmm. kick into this. Oh, no yeah. question. It would it would fit the scene very well. But it'd I be just, very funny. Yeah. It would be a little too like bonk over the head. Yeah. But fun. Yeah. yeah. Well just I'll I'll just edit that later. It's fine. Sure. It's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So after they're done with their chaotic wedding, they're back together. They go on a honeymoon. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a rom-com. It is. It is. So um, one thing we didn't really talk about, only briefly, was yeah. um, when Venom and Eddie are separated, you had talked about seeing the Bane mask. The, the speech that Venom gives is essentially just like... <laughs> Just like the entire left or democratic platform right now. It's like, be nice to aliens, love who you love. Just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> choices are yours, it's your body, like all that stuff. Like, Well, and he also, it was a coming out speech. Yeah, it was. It he was literally said, I'm coming out of the Eddie closet. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> it you, was, yeah. You said it, not me. <laughs> yes, that was very, that was one of the ones where you tapped me on the shoulder. You're just like, oh, he said it. Like, yes. Yeah. It was very funny. Yeah, that, that whole speech. Mm-hmm. And he was ashamed of me. I'm going to be who I am. And everyone in the crowd is like, yeah, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They think he's wearing a costume. So. Yeah. yeah. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. That one guy. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a funny little speech. I just wanted to mention on that because it was, like, we it didn't was really great. talk. But yeah, it was 100% like a coming out speech. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. They, okay. They fight. They separate. They find themselves. They come back together. They repair their, you know, emotional damage. They're going to, you know, make a promise to meet each other's needs. Well, and they specifically- They get married, and then they go on honeymoon. Well, and, and okay, and think about it, during the fight scene, when they find, they see Cletus and uh, Carnage fighting, and they're not a good match, and they're like, well, we're a good match. Yeah. And it's like, oh, <laughs> You know wow. what? We're going to beat them because yeah. we're a good match. <laughs> but yeah. I thought that was like an intentional moment yeah. where they, yeah. you know- Mm-hmm. Very much, a hundred percent. They're just like, oh yeah, no, we're we're one. Like, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's very funny. 
Um, so that brings us to the mid credit scene. Yeah. Which breaks everything because Venom and Eddie are on the bed, just kind of hanging out. Uh, Watching some... Spanish soap operas. Yeah. Yep. That went on for longer than I would have <laughs> ever <Yeah>. thought. <laughs> yeah, they, I liked it. They focus on that for a while. But... I, I began to think, wow, this maybe this is like important and I can't speak or, uh, you know, understand, understand Spanish. Spanish. And I was like, shit. And then I, I don't think it was. Well, but... I wonder if the clip that they showed was... Like, I wonder if the title of the show might be, like, a, a, a reference, a reference or yeah. something, something like and that. None of my Easter eggs, like, mentioned it. Rude. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so they're on the bed. Uh, Venom is talking to Eddie and kind of talks about how he has this vast knowledge. The and that hive he, mind. Yeah, he couldn't understand even a fraction of it, and it would blow his tiny mind. And uh, so then as Venom agrees to show him a portion of it. Uh, there's a flash. Um, the world kind of bends and vibrates, and yeah, we get like weird. a golden flash. Yeah, and then and Eddie in the whole, and then it's light outside, and Eddie in the TV station flicks, and you see the end of um, Far From Home, where mm-hmm. J. John Jameson, uh, played by the the original uh, actor who played him yeah. in the in the the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, you see that where he is showing it, Peter Parker, or you know Tom Holland, our our Peter Parker that we know right now, yeah, as Spider Man. And he's mm-hmm. in a completely different hotel room. He's in well, else the ho- the hotel room is the same. It's just clean. There are swans on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> like there's uh you know those folded towel swans, and like it looks just a little bit nicer. Yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely looks more like a, a honeymoon suite rather mm-hmm. than like a hut on the beach kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he licks the TV. Like. Yeah, he's like, hey, this guy. And he, like, Venom just licks the TV. So, uh, this is another thing I want to talk about. So, they uh, very much uh, talk about Joe, like, Joe Jameson. Wow, I can never say J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jo- Jonah Jameson. <laughs> uh-huh. The way he talks is very Alex Jones-esque. Mm-hmm. Oh, where yeah. Where he yells and stuff it's like intentional. that. intentional. Yeah, it is. And it 100%, like, Venom, who is very smart, but also very easily swayed by just yeah like things he doesn't quite understand like how you could take a superhero someone like he doesn't know this person but he like they're just telling him over and over and over again that this is a bad person this is a person that like has done terrible things and he's immediately like all right we are going to kill this person like i don't know i could you know it's kind of a a mirror of how that happens uh in our current political well if you've played um the spider-man game for for playstation which i know i'll I'll keep working on that but great game (laughs) wonderful game Uh but while you're swinging around they'll actually have a j jonah jameson daily bugle podcast and it's great big time riffs on those kind of pods so it it is like a direct i mean they are the parallels are i mean you'd have to be you get some rush limbaugh you get some alex Mm -hmm. jones you'd have to be brain dead not to see the parallel there yeah yeah but I'm sure some people claim that it's not. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was just a very quick uh, snippet of how yeah. that could, you know, uh, take someone that doesn't quite know this world, know this person, doesn't understand what's happening. and I Yeah, I could see where you go with that. For me, it felt like he just recognized him. I See, I don't know. Like, I don't know why Venom would recognize him. I don't know. He's he's a symbiote. I, I, he I has, maybe. He has... A weird knowledge over many years. I mean, that's true. I, I guess the symbiotes could have could be multiverse, multiversal yeah. things, and Venom accidentally transported Eddie, not knowing he yeah, could no. or something. Yeah. For me, it just felt like he was like, "Hey, this guy," and he was like, "That." I thought it was more because li- literally the entire clip is just 
Jonah Jameson, J. Jonah Jameson, like Peter Parker, Peter Parker is evil. He's he's Spider Man. He's yeah. you know he's done his these rant. terrible things. He's uh, you know a wanted man. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he does his normal rant of terribleness. So oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. That's where I th- thought it was going. But yeah, I, I don't. Know. It's possible Venom recognizes him, even though Venom and Spider Man mm-hmm. do are do fuse it in the comics a few times. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we get the introduction to the multiverse. Multiverse, mm-hmm. Venom's in the MCU now. Yep, pretty so. exciting. Wee. Yeah, though I don't know how that's going to tie into No Way Home. Mm-hmm. So they might not. It they might, might just not be either. Something that they're putting in further down the line, like uh, like kind of shove it in the you know. Yeah, putting one in the holster. Yeah, I guess you could throw it into like multiverse of madness or something like that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but. Great, great any, movie. Any additional thoughts, comments, concerns? I mean, I, I think I just go back to, I think it should have been rated R. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought the writing was A+, like out of this world writing mm-hmm. and references. Um, I thought the main, I mean, I like, I appreciate the carnage. I like this. But the two movies, him just fighting another symbiote and both the movies, like that parallel, I thought they could have just been a little more adventurous with the plot. Yeah. Or, you know, a little bit more... Like, it's just not ending in the same place. Like, the third gotcha. act isn't just, you know, him fighting another symbiote because it's the only thing that's powerful enough for him to fight. So, mm-hmm. that was, like, my main, like, and I know it's, like, a, it's, like, getting really nitpicky, but that was my main kind of critique. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. And I could see that, yeah, because, like, both time, or both movies, like, Venom, Eddie with Venom don't, don't really encounter the person with the other symbiote until, like, the very end fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they, they don't really fight much prior to that. Like, there's no fighting or conflict. Well, there's conflict throughout the movie, mm. but no conflict between your main character and your main antagonist through either one of the movies, really. Like, there's a little bit with Eddie and um, the Riot, but right. I mean, not as much in this movie. So, I don't know. I don't it, know if that's a fair critique or not, but... I don't know. I thought no, it was a I great movie. Yeah, because like at, the Hulk movies get tiring for the same reason. It's like uh, the government always shows up with tanks, and it's mm. like, okay, well, now yeah. he's got to run away because he doesn't want to murder all these yeah and people doing their jobs. When you have super powerful creatures like Venom or Carnage or anything like that, like to pair them off with someone else just as powerful, like they're you're you're pretty limited. Same, you get the same issue with Hulk. Like, there's only so many beings in the universe that can square up with hulk because of his power level so mm-hmm. like yeah yeah you need a literal god to fight hulk like mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah so i mean it's interesting and tom hardy was incredible yeah he was great <laughs> yeah um he did a fantastic job with it at the end when they're sitting on the beach uh and venom's head is like you know drooped over his shoulder it almost ve- almost made a heart <laughs> almost i was looking i was waiting I wanted the Instagram, like, beach heart picture, you know? <laughs> but uh, I'll just draw funny. it. Mm-hmm. That'd be it's very fine. funny. All right. They confess their love. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do. He said, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he said that he loved them at one point. So. Mm-hmm. Or Venom told Eddie that he loved them. So the next movie, that's when I'm going to expect the monster porn. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of tentacles in this one. Yeah. Like, a lot of them. So... <laughs> All right, I think that's all we have for you guys this week. Uh, if you like what we do, please uh, rate and review. Uh, if you, if your app allows, like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff to us. I really appreciate it. Uh, let you know friends and family know. 
uh, push us on to other people. Mm-hmm, That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Any other comic lovers, uh, we really appreciate it. Join, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all in the link tree link down below. Uh, but for this week, I'm Mike. I'm Audrey. I'm Charlie. Thank you for joining us and talk to you next time. 